Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, I'm very happy we have a special guest joining us who is a small business branding expert and longtime digital entrepreneur. You know how I love getting us OG entrepreneurs on this show. (laughs) (laughs) They've been featured in Huffington Post, Cosmopolitan, Creative Impact Magazine, and of course, multitude of podcasting. She helps service-based entrepreneurs snazzy up their brand so they can work less, make more, and get clients that don't suck which is what we all want. Um, please give <laughs> yes, us a, give a, invest in yourself. Welcome to our guest, Tracy Raft. Did I pronounce the <laughs> It's an L on the end. It confuses I, everybody. It does. So it's Raftel? It's Raftel. 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 Yeah. Okay, Raftel. It's, it's Austrian. Was, I should have asked this before we jumped into the episode, but, you know, That's I keep fine. forgetting. Nobody, that. yeah, nobody gets it right. It's all good. <laughs> so Tracy, I gave you this love. Well, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to yeah, talking <laughs> to your guests. There you go. Well, I'm the guest. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> talking to your audience. Talking to the audience, teaching them, sharing with our, uh, sharing your yeah. lessons, sharing your knowledge. Um, since we had a little chat beforehand, I want you to give us a quick introduction. Who is Tracy? What does she do? And maybe something that most people don't know about you. Well, okay. So I am currently a brand and website specialist. I work with established entrepreneurs who are kind of feel like they're being underestimated. You know what I mean? It's like they are awesome at what they do, but they don't look like it. Their brand is not vouching for them. Like no one would know how awesome you are. (laughs) So you're kind of like a best kept secret. Um, And so what I do is I help you shine. I help you bring that to the forefront and get known for, you know, the amazing things that you do, which is help your clients shine. I mean, it. yeah, I work with all sorts of different people, but it's, yeah, people who work with clients. So you're 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 helping coaches, business owners, people who serve another place, serve the audience, consumers. You're business to business in that sense. You're helping the businesses grow more. Your business in business to business type services. Yeah. Um, so I work I work with a lot of coaches and consultants and solopreneur types. Solopreneur, yeah. the the best types because they're all inventive. Um, yeah. <laughs> why did you get into this business? Why did you choose this? Okay, so we have to go back to the longtime digital entrepreneur, entrepreneur part of it. So way, way back when, in uh, it was 2011. So this is like the Stone Age of the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I had I had terrible skin back then. I had I ended up breaking out with horrible acne, and I hated that obviously. So I ended up finding myself on the internet trying to figure out how do I get rid of this. And I ended up buying people's ebooks, you know, that taught me how to clear up my skin. And, you know, people were blogging about this back then and they were making a living by selling little courses and ebooks and that sort of thing. And so I put it into practice. I cleared up my skin. And at the time, I also happened to be, you know, 
in this existential crisis of what am I going to do with my life? Um, I hated every job that I'd ever had. <laughs> um, I just, I always wanted to do things on my own terms and something that felt meaningful to me. And that had never happened in any job that I ever had. So what happened was I just, once I had cleared up my skin, it was kind of like I was seeing these blogs that I was reading and I just, and I was really passionate about this subject now. And I just thought, you know, I think I could do that too. Like I could make my own blog and sell my own eBooks and that kind of thing. So um, that's what I did. I bought a course from somebody <laughs> and learned how to do, you know, the online business back then it was all centered on blogging. Um, and so I built this business and obviously it wasn't profitable right away, but over six months I started to get a little bit of traction. And then by a year I had actually, you know, managed to live on my earnings and it kind of just went up from there. So that was amazing. Like I was doing really, really well. All my traffic was coming from Google. Um, I, yeah, at the height of my success, I was making like eight to 10,000 on, on autopilot, like didn't have to do a whole lot because I was doing a course. I made a, I did a few $30,000 months where I was, it was almost complete profit. Like, it, you know, things were going well. Yeah. Um, but I put all my eggs in the Google basket and then they did something <laughs> and they decided they didn't like me as much. So I ended up on this kind of like slow, deathly decline. And I mean, at this point, I had also explored literally everything that I could think of in terms of acne. Like I really shared my story. I explored every angle of this that I could. I wrote over 900 blog posts or something like that like a lot um and anyway at the time of all this i was like you know what i'm ready to switch things up and after a while of you know a lot of soul searching i was like you know what really makes sense for me is i want to do branding and web design because i really love the tech part of it i really love the business part of it of building my first business um i mean the biggest thing was i i loved that i was impacting people positively like i would get emails and comments all the time of saying how much I had changed people's lives, which was really the amazing thing about it and being able to sustain myself. Um, yeah, it just gave me a lot of freedom and I've always been really creative. So I, it just, it sort of just made sense that I wanted to support other people to create a really powerful brand that would help them create the freedom in their lives that they also wanted. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so yeah, <laughs> does that answer <laughs> Yes, it did. It did. It it it, it showed us the the evolution where you went from look, I solved my small little problem. Let's help these the 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 yeah. people like me who have problem with acne that may not be getting the results from other people. You you wrote about it. You created your little tribe of uh -huh. of like at least a thousand people because that's what it, apparently yeah. it says the white paper says a thousand true fans and you're <laughs> set for life you got your tribe together they supported yeah. you and then when google said no no and yeah. which is google's priority <laughs> just like all the algorithms priority that's why you need yeah. to have your yeah <laughs> your own tribe to keep you afloat you decided to pivot and help the next bigger group because you knew what they needed to take you you knew cleaning up your brand by cleaning up your skin, you feel more confident You clean up your brand, you feel more confident, you know, it's in line with what you were doing. And yeah. 
and how how has that been like have you seen the growth that you were expecting Okay, so when I pivoted into this business, I had a hugely rude awakening because I was really on track with, you know, creating a really unique brand and targeting in on the people that I wanted to work with. But working with clients and managing client projects was like a whole different beast. Like I had never really worked directly with clients. I did a little bit of one-on-one coaching in my first business, but it was mostly from the passive course um and all of a sudden it was like and i think the the big thing was that i really care about my clients i really care about doing such an amazing result for them i want them to feel like wow (laughs) this was the best investment ever but i have you have to put a lot of time and energy into that um So I just felt like I was working like 100 hours a week and not really being able to make the kind of money that I wanted to make because I didn't have enough hours in the day to sign more clients and do more projects. And like, I didn't really want to, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I want money, but I also want free time to, um, to enjoy it. So yeah, so basically when I pivoted into this business, it was the big question of like, how do I solve this? you know, make more work less riddle, which I think a lot of business owners are in. So um, yeah, it's, it's been a journey. So I have mostly sorted it out now uh, (laughs) after a lot of trial and error, (laughs) but anyway, yeah. But the the trial and error is where you, you do your learning. Like you learned that from the trial of trying to care too much, for your yeah. clients, you realize that your growth <laughs> was limited, so you needed to figure out a solution and by trying. Different. Yeah. Um, did you? What What was one of the solutions? Was it to outsource, to automate? What What did okay, you? Do? So, <laughs> so here's some stuff that I tried that didn't work out. Yeah. Um, one was because I had made this course right, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can do that. Like passive income. I've done that." Um, so I tried to, I I spent a lot of time creating all these website templates so I could sell those, you know, like I didn't have to do the actual building, build it once and sell them. Um, but then I just, I tried that and it was just like, and it also tried to do like also a course, um, And it was just like, okay, you know what? Like, this is a different game. Like back then Google was my game. I could have moved to social media, but I didn't want to because it just felt like this beast that I didn't, I didn't really want to do at the time. So this, it just felt like it, it, like it was going to be a lot of work to get it to take traction. And so if the, if my desire is to have more time this isn't gonna do it because you have to you have to create i mean if you're selling a low price product right you have to get it in front of huge 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 amounts of numbers in order to make a living right because it's it's low priced you add that up (laughs) you 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 know it's in front of a thousand people and maybe two three are gonna buy it's it's a tough game you know um and i'm not saying it doesn't work and that you can't do it but if it's if you're trying to do it as the solution to oh shit like my business is not working as well as i want 
it's not really going to solve it. So that didn't work. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do like high-end packages, but I'm also going to do sort of like a half templated because I've made all these templates. So I was like, okay, I'll do like sort of a lower end product where hopefully it'll take me less time. It'll be less expensive. And, you know, anyway, between the two of those, it'll all work out. But then only people only wanted to buy the lower price product. And I didn't find that it ended up taking me a whole lot less time. And then you also have to manage all of these clients, which takes time. So that didn't work. And then I also was like, okay, well, I need help. I need to free up my, my time. So I'm going to hire employees. And then, but then you have to like, you still have to manage the employees. And it was like, okay, I have to pay the employees no matter what. <laughs> so if I have like a bad month or some bad months, or if I don't have like the pipeline perfectly sorted out at all times, I don't even get to pay myself. And so that's how it happened for a while where it was just like, I was so stressed because I was like, I don't even get to pay myself. Um, I'm worried the business isn't just going to go off a cliff here. It was getting, and I was about to have a baby. So I was like, this Jesus, is, this woman. Is bad. <laughs> don't you know, stress for a child is bad. My God, you decided to, <laughs> let's have the ultimate stress, you know? Yeah. So anyway, in the back of my mind, I was like, uh, okay. So I think what I have to do is I have to raise my prices because if I can, charge more for the same thing, then I can take on fewer clients. I don't necessarily have to have a team and be stressed about paying them. I, if I have more space also, that means that I can put more love and care into the project without getting resentful because I don't have any time to <laughs> put the amount of love and care that I want into it. So anyway, I ended up having to like double my prices overnight, which was super scary. So I went from like 5,000 to like $10,000 for a project. Um, and you know what? That was honestly one of the best things I ever did because you'd also think that if you double your prices, you're also going to have to work much, like so much more because you expect that the person is going to have all these expectations or be yeah. really demanding, but it's actually that the more people pay, the less demanding they actually are. <laughs> They're like the people that I signed after that. I, I, I mean, I was afraid, Oh my God, no one's gonna like, this is going to be business suicide. But like my alternative was also business suicide. So it was sort of like, what am I going to do? Um, but it, yeah, they didn't, dry up. <laughs> I, I still got clients and they were so much easier. Anyway, so I'm a big proponent of getting your brand and your mindset in like dialed so that you can charge more. And then you have the option to free up your time. If you do want to scale from there, you can, but it's not, it would be sustainable. Um, yeah. I love that. So apart from <laughs> this great tip of charging at what you're actually worth and not what you yeah. think you're worth, um, yeah. and I, which I think is a huge thing for people uh, when they're first starting out because they don't think they're, well, I'm a new entrepreneur. I, I may not, I don't have enough time, don't have enough skin in the game, but you have the knowledge. The knowledge is what people are paying for. They're not paying for the time you've been there. They're paying for your knowledge. So that's, which is. That's people. exactly it. It's definitely value based pricing. Um, that's something, yeah, that, that you, you really have to get your mind around is that 
they're paying for the result. They're not paying for you to take a long time. <laughs> so I actually managed to get my process down into where I work with someone for one or two weeks. And then I actually have them just basically like two VIP days with me. That's all the time that they have to put into the project. And then they're done. Um, and it doesn't draw out and draw out and draw out. So they get their brand new website faster. They get to move ahead faster. I can charge more for that because that's a benefit. It's not, yeah. So a trap that people fall into, and I did a little bit too, was that when I, I doubled my prices, I also felt like, well, I have to do more to deserve it. Um, when really, when you're an expert at something, when you're really good at something, you should actually be getting more efficient at it over time, right? And so if you yeah. charge hourly, for example, you're penalizing yourself for being good at what you do. And it's not, and like, yeah, like we said, it's not a benefit to the client if you take forever. <laughs> so, No, oh, yeah. everyone loses out. So you're paying for your knowledge and your speed at doing something. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if you charge hourly, it's like, well, there's no, if you do it quickly, you lose out. <laughs> everyone loses so, out. Um, yeah. What tip would you have for someone, let's say, deciding to jump in to the yeah. nine, to, going from nine to five, going to entrepreneurial, taking that leap to find themselves uh, some freedom, um, apart yeah. from actually charging what you're worth? What what tip would you have for them? Okay, so yeah, I mean, we're I guess we're getting a little bit ahead of yourself ourselves if we're talking about leaving the nine to five. Like, you have to build up to that expert status. I don't really recommend just doubling your prices or like charging a ton right out of the gate. It's like you need to build that skill. So and you also need to build that confidence. So if you're coming from a nine to five, it's fine to start small. I'd also recommend maybe like don't leave your nine to five like, right away. Unless you have some reserves, <laughs> you know, you can build your business while you're still in the nine to five. I mean, it depends. Like if you have tons of savings, then go for it. That's kind of how I am. But let, so yes, yeah, so we're talking to the person that they're looking to quit their their nine to five. They haven't quit it yet. They're like, yeah. I have a plan. I want to have the freedom. Yeah. But I don't know where to start. Yeah. Where should I okay. start, Tracy? Well, this, I mean, the big thing that you need to do is figure out who you want to serve. What problem are you solving for somebody? That's like really the the first step in anything. Who, who out there has the problem that you can solve and what is it and what makes you different in terms of standing out? Because honestly, it's like someone needs to solve their problem. So in my case, let's say it's they need a website. Um, there's a million people out there <laughs> who could build them a website, right? So let's say, okay, so let's say you're a web designer. Um, how are you going to stand out? You need to find out what combination of things are going to make your perfect client go, I need to work with that person. Like that is the person that I want to work with as opposed to just picking someone because they're the closest one there. I like to use the analogy of Okay, so let's imagine you are okay, you you there, <laughs> Phil. Me there. me there, Phil. We're yeah. talking to me. Okay. That's who we're yes. talking to. Phil. 
So you're having a party and you want to have a zebra at your party <laughs> to entertain your guests. <laughs> Who doesn't love okay. a good zebra? Yeah, you need a zebra. So you go, uh, you know, to the watering hole and there's like a whole herd of zebras and everybody <laughs> looks the same. But like you really want a zebra that's going to be great for your party. Your guests are going to love this zebra. Um, but you have, yeah, you don't know who to choose. Everybody looks the same. So you just pick like whatever zebra is right there. Um, so that's a real shame because let's say you, um, you, the listener out there, uh, let's say you're like the funniest zebra. Like you're really great. You have great party tricks. Like you'd be so good at this. Um, but like, how is Phil going to know? <laughs> like, yeah, how would he ever know that you're there and that you're the best one for this? So it's important of just realizing who that client is that you want to work with, the problem they want and how to, you know, put the sign up and say like, this is who I am. This is why I'm perfect for you. So if you had pink stripes and you had a sign that said like, I'm a party zebra, like <laughs> your guests are going to love me, then you, Phil, you're going to look at them and be like, okay, well, <laughs> that's the zebra no I need. Option. I need the party zebra. I'm going to hire the party zebra. I don't care how much the party zebra costs. The party zebra is fulfilling my exact needs at this exact moment. And the rest just kind of melt away, right? So that is the power of branding, where you put yourself in a category of one, where you are the perfect person for a perfect type of person at this very time. And they just, they don't have any other option. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I like that. I didn't know I needed a zebra for a party, but I'm definitely going to be uh, out looking for pink striped zebras from now on. <laughs> um, and if I see what it, I know I need to bring it to a party. That's all I know. Um, yeah. So I would recommend, uh, you know, focusing on your brand and I don't, and by brand, I don't mean like your logo. Cause I mean, that's a lot of what people think is it's just your logo. It's just your colors. That's a very small part of it. You know, the brand is really the positioning of who you are that's going to make you the standout to a certain type of person. I love that. Um, do you have a memory in your long history of being a digital <laughs> entrepreneur um, that cemented, it could be a client win, like you help the client Perfect. and they just smash their goals beyond ex expectation and you're like, yeah. Yes, I did it. I validated yeah. my my feelings, or some you achieved something like you you were able to go on this whirlwind vacation, you know, with your family, something like that, all because of your why. Do you do you have something you would like to share with us? Oh, I've had yeah, I've had a lot of these actually. <laughs> like going way back, it's. I mean. Yeah. I mean, the first time that someone emailed me like way back and said, you know, my skin is clearing up or I would sometimes, you know, ask people to send me photos and that kind of thing and seeing their before and after in their skin was just amazing. Like it was so awesome every time I would get an email like that. Um, but also, yeah, on the personal note, it was like, I absolutely love travel. Travel is just my thing. And the fact that I could just 
go do it and make money like while I was away (laughs) (laughs) and just have these amazing experiences. And I didn't have to ask anyone if I could go away. It was just, I could do everything on my own terms. And now with this business, I absolutely love it when one of my clients just it's kind of like the same, it's almost like the same transformation as the acne, totally different transformation, but they feel embarrassed about their brand presence. They feel unsure of themselves. They don't know where they fit in or how they stand out. And then seeing their transformation after where they really look as incredible as they really are. And they now have that confidence to go out and hit whatever business goals they want to, whether it's you know, signing more clients or, you know, getting more opportunities or raising their prices or whatever it is that they want to do. Um, it's like they were so stuck before and just seeing the them get on, you know, unstuck and being able to move forward and be able to play that part in their journey is, yeah, it's really exciting. And also all of these mistakes that I've made, like, I know they're, you know, some of them were very expensive. Some of them were very time consuming, but it's like now I, I, I love that I can now talk about those and, you know, everybody's journey is very like, it's not, it's never a straight line. So if you do quit your job and you start entrepreneurship, no, it's going to be hard. There's no question about it. It's going to be hard and it's going to be this weird windy journey. Um, but just don't give up. Cause it, in my opinion, hundred percent worth it. I love it. I love it. And it's in, that's what it is. You, you, it's an investment in yourself. Cause you get, you grow as your business grows and you get to ch- yeah. shift your mindset to a more abundance mindset. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. To me, it's, business is like the greatest adventure. It's just, it's you learn frontier. so much it's, about yourself and growth and you have to push yourself and yeah, you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. There's been a lot of that. It's kind of like if we look back into the wild West, the days of the people moving West and trying to reclaim that land, start or start their own life there. Mm -hmm. We luckily, we don't have to worry about that. We have protection from the elements. We already have that. But when you're building your, (laughs) we're very lucky in that regard, but building a business is the same thing because it is the wild West now in the online. Cause there's so many different ways of building your business just like I'm building a house. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Yeah, and there's there's a lot to figure out and tread through, but it's good to find a mentor. I think one one tip I would have is whatever your um chosen field or whatever you're going to do, like for example, you know, brand and web design in my case. It's like find a mentor that actually does the thing that you want to do or has done the thing that you want to do and make sure that they mean it because <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of liars online too. So it's like, you know, people just inflating the things that they've done or their knowledge. And it's definitely find a mentor that that's on the path that you want to be on, because I think that's the fastest um, path to growth. <laughs> and I think I could have, avoided a lot of my mistakes if I had done that from the get-go. 
I love that. I love that uh, great analogy. Is I know a great piece of advice. Well, it, it is important to have a mentor if you can either afford to uh, hire one, or yeah. you can always just read their content, listen to their content, yeah, exactly. take their content. Start with where you are, and you know there is a ton of great free content. So if you find someone that you trust and seems like they know what they're doing, then. Um, yeah, absorb everything that you can, but don't just absorb it. You have to actually go and put it into action. I think that's the, I, I would say that's probably one of the reasons that I have been successful is because I like to research a lot and take it all in. Uh, but then I also put it into action and test it and try it. Um, and that's really the only way that you're gonna know how to pivot and move forward. It's like the fish in the water, just kind of like. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I'm in returning home to a yeah. to mate and nest. Um, we're coming to the last question here because we are running mm -hmm. out of time, which again, I hate because I'm having such a fun time talking with yeah. you, Tracy. <laughs> um, but it is the uh, spark question by Seek Discomfort. Uh, if you don't know who Seek Discomfort is, they're an amazing organization that puts out content on YouTube, you should go check them out. Uh, yeah. They their definition is seeking discomfort because a stranger is yeah. just a friend you haven't met yet. And this question is interesting. Has a stranger ever made an impact on your life? <laughs> a stranger in what way? Are we talking internet strangers? <laughs> I'd be an internet stranger. It's, sure. up, it's up to you to decide. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, absolutely. I mean, if we're talking, well, it could be anyone, of course, but back to my origin story of online, it's like I bought somebody's ebook and they, their advice helped me clear up my skin. And then that led me to decide to start my own business. And that led me on this long entrepreneurial journey that's now I can't imagine like ever having a job or like what would have, I don't know. I just can't imagine myself ever thriving in a job. So it's just, so yeah, anyway, whoever's ebook I bought back then, thank you. Because <laughs> you really did change my life and all of the lives of the people that I have touched. So that's yeah. what it is all about. That's when you take your entrepreneurial journey, you sell your knowledge, you you change not just one person's life in your life, you're changing people down the road and who they help. Um, yeah. And on that awesome note, Tracy, I'm going to jump off stage here. I'm going to let you okay. have the full stage. Please let my audience know where they can connect with you, where they can support you, follow you learn from okay. you, whatever it is, uh, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, you can find me at tracyraftel.com. That is an L at the end, <laughs> or you can find me on social. I hang out kind of on Instagram, but I'm actually trying to grow my LinkedIn. So come connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you want my help, uh, the thing that I'm offering is it's called a brand sauce. So if you're like, who do I want to serve? What does make me special? You know, like, how do I stand out if I'm a zebra who looks like everybody else and is kind of confused? Uh, I sit you down and we talk, we talk, we talk about everything. And I look for your big brand and business opportunity and what it is that makes you special, what's going to make you stand out. And then I give you a plan for moving forward. Uh, so that's called the brand sauce. So if you're interested in that, head to tracyraftel.com and book a quick call with me and we'll see if that's a good fit. Tracy, I want to thank you so much for being on the show and sharing so much great, some amazing stories, especially about how important a zebra is. I, I never figured I would have a party zebra. 
well, now's the time. <laughs> and I'm I definitely be putting. Invited, the, you better invite me to the party. <laughs> oh, you definitely. If I find a pink striped zebra, you are definitely invited to the party. I, I will at least live stream it for you to make sure that you can see it. Uh, but yes, my sincere thanks for coming on the show, sharing your story with my audience and letting them know some great tips and tricks about starting their journey and where they need to go and about investing in themselves. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having me on. And to my audience, uh, as you know, the show notes will have all the uh, links to connect with Tracy. The top one will be her in, uh, her LinkedIn because we want to grow her LinkedIn because it why not? She's asked for it. Let's help her out. Let's invest in her LinkedIn and grow it. Yeah, so I, I used thank... to think LinkedIn sucked, but it's pretty awesome. So it is. Connect. It's it's a great place uh, to find clients uh, and people to help and grow and learn yeah. from too. It's like it's an amazing business platform. It's very yeah. business centric. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for business, head over to her LinkedIn. Connect with her. Say you heard her on the podcast. Uh, let her know that it was a smart investment. And I want to thank you guys for listening and always remember to invest in yourself.